this message comes to you with accuracy and power from the lips of Reverend Dr. Femi Olale of Oikia Christian Center Global. You are about to be taken over and above in life. Be blessed. I give you a said, Are you ready to receive? Mm. Amen. There is an atmosphere of the Spirit. Surrounding man of the spirit, there's a cloud of his glory, created by man of the spirit. We are inside right now. We are inside right now. We are inside right now. We are inside. Again. There's an atmosphere of the spirit surrounding man. And there's a cloud created by man. We are inside. We are. Again, we sing, we are inside. Is a Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. You know, your Christian life will not really, you will not come into the fullness of it if you do not know the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is beyond the presence. The Holy Spirit is beyond falling under the power. The Holy Spirit is beyond gifts. The Holy Spirit is God. Hallelujah. God. God. And the thing is, Christianity is a struggle without an encounter with the Spirit of God. I mean, it's a really remarkable struggle, I tell you. Without encounters, you know, with the Spirit of God, without knowing the Spirit of God, without fellowshipping with the Spirit of God, it's a big, big struggle. The Holy Spirit is the initiator. He's the one that brings us into fellowship with God. It is the Holy Spirit that causes us to even know who God is. Hallelujah. Let me show you something real quickly. Turn your Bibles. 1 Corinthians chapter number 12. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, later on we are going to be in Lekki Church. Lekki Church is celebrating their first year anniversary today. Praise God. Amen. 1 Corinthians 12 and 13. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 12, 13. He says, for by one spirit. Everybody say, by one spirit. Loud, I say, by one spirit. By one spirit are we all baptized into one body. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be born or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. So, the Holy Spirit, all right, it is by the Holy Spirit that anyone can actually be born again. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles. So that means my connection to the Father is the Spirit. Then my connection to other Christians is by the Spirit of God. Praise God. Praise God. All right, my connection to the Father is by the Spirit. My connection to other Christians is by the Spirit. I cannot, and no man can be born again except he is born of the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God. So there is a part of, all right, the 
uh, uh, the, the identity of the Christian, when we are talking about who the Christian is, we cannot explain him outside of the revelation of the Holy Spirit, of who the Spirit of God is. Glory to God. It's impossible because without that understanding of who the Holy Spirit is and how to walk with Him and how to fellowship with Him, your life would be boring. You would just find out that one day you would just begin to say things like, yeah, I was a Christian. I used to, I used to do Christian things. I used to be active in church. My father and mother forced me to go. You know, without a relationship with the Spirit of God, Christianity is something they force you to do. Coming to church is something you do because they told you to do it. Hallelujah. But when there is a living vital encounter, living vital relationship with the Spirit of God, you now begin to find out that everything you do stems from that vitality, that reality of, all right, of the experience you have with the Spirit of God himself. Hallelujah. I said someone say hallelujah. All right, now look at this now. I'm going to explain a few things to you. If you go to St. John's Gospel chapter 3, all right, Jesus was describing, all right, what we call born again, the new birth. John 3 and verse 1. Oh, glory to God. I said glory to God. All right, John 3, 1, it says, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. Everybody read verse 2, 1, 2, go. What does it say? Louder now. All right, the same word came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do what? Do these miracles that thou doest except what? God be with him. Hmm. Except what? God be with him. So there are certain things that happen to people, to men, when God is with them. Hallelujah. Then if you go to Acts 10, 30, it says, How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with what? With power. So that means the God that was with Jesus is the Holy Spirit. Praise God. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. All right. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest. No man can do these miracles that thou doest. So there is a realm where you begin to function, all right, where natural men cannot function. It says, no man can do these miracles. No man can do these miracles. So there are things men can do, but there are things men cannot do without the aid of the Spirit. No man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Except God be with him. Next verse, verse 3. Everybody we want to go. Jesus answered and said unto him, Very, very, I say unto you, unto thee, except a man be what? Church, respond to me. Except a man be what? He cannot what? See the kingdom of God. Now, this man talks about the mighty miracles Jesus has done. And Jesus' response to him is that except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So that means miracles are the fruits of a man that has the Spirit. For the kingdom of God is the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. That is the what? The kingdom of God. Look at the next verse, verse 4. Alright? It says, Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Verse 5. Everybody read, One to go like a man's choir. It says, Jesus answered, Verily, verily I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Except he's born of the Spirit, he cannot enter. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Listen to me. 
Earlier this year, I talked to you. Uh, um, um, uh, we're still in January. I mean, this January is long. What do you guys think? It's pretty long, January. What do you think? It's really long. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, when people say January is long, most times people talk about it from the perspective of where their salary finished. You know, whoo, you know, salary finish and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't. It's been a while. I, I, I knew what that is, and <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> but you know, and that, that actually, by the help of the Spirit, and I'm going to show you that the Spirit of God would help navigate life with you, the Holy Spirit. This Holy Spirit I'm talking about. He will help you with marriage. He will help you with jobs. He will help you with ministry. He will help whatever it is you're doing. The Spirit of God is going to help you. He's going to help you. You know, most times we struggle because we try to do things in our own might and in our own ability. But the Bible says it's not by might, not by power, but by my what? By my spirit. So the key is to know the spirit of God and recognize his voice. That's what I want to talk to you about today. Recognizing his voice. Fellowshipping with him. I was listening. I was. I, I was with. Uh, I was with my pastor this week, and one of the um, people I met while I would have the ministry was Dusin Oyeko. You know, Dusin Oyeko. I love that guy. By grace of God, we are working out how we will bring him. Amen. All right. I don't know the but we will bring Dusin Oyeko. Praise God. Amen. So there are two people you should expect to see in Oyeka this year. Two, Apostle Arome Osai. Yeah. So get ready for it, and you are going to see Dusin Oyeko. Praise God. You know, if I tell you something, I will do it. You know, I'll do it. <laughs> so don't worry, we'll do it. Hallelujah. So I was, so we're there and we're, 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 talk, we're there talking. And I noticed something I loved about him. He kept saying, Daddy said, the Spirit said, Daddy told me. Are you following that? You see, your Christian work should be an offshoot of a relationship with God. A relationship with God. You need to have references. You need to have, oh, the, the Spirit told me to do this. You understand that? You need to be able to decipher His voice. You can't be taking decisions by yourself. There is a higher life in Christ where it is an offshoot of a relationship with the unseen one that lives on your inside. Amen. Amen. When you have an encounter with the Spirit of God, all your songs, the song you sing, they take up a new meaning. You know, some people, for example, when I watch people worshipping, and I uh, watch them worshipping, I can tell the one that has an encounter and one that hasn't had an encounter with the Holy Ghost. So, for example, I'm saying, glorious God, beautiful King, excellent God, we bow before your throne. For some people, they're singing like nursery rhymes. I don't even know what I mean. They're singing worship songs like nursery rhymes. They're not, you know, going to the lines. But singing songs and some folks are like this. You know, they're just there. How do, you, how do you worship this glorious God that you claim to have had an encounter with? Hallelujah. The King of kings and the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. The one who existed, pre-existed time, created time, then entered into time and became a baby. Hallelujah. So eternity took on time. Hallelujah. Became a baby, grew up in time. Hallelujah. And stepped out of time. This God that you're worshiping, and you're worshiping him like this. Glorious God. I'm looking around. That baby's fine. Huh? Maybe after I'll collect a number. Excellent King. Oh, wow, this church. My first time. Will I come next week? No. You can't. Listen. Oh, no. You get to a point where you've had an encounter with the Holy Ghost. Every time when you pray, you lift up your hands and you are praying and you are traveling. Ah! There is a higher life in this thing.
entire life. You know, people, when people talk about giving, not giving, listen, leave all those rubbish alone. When it comes to the spirit, when you, hold, when you have a relationship, I mean, this week, at the conference, you know, I, I regularly give, all right, so I plan to give. So I, I wanted to give to my pastor, all right? So, and some men of God that were there, so, you know, I wrote, I tell me I'm going to write a check, you know. So <laughs> I wrote a check, and there was a man, the amount I wanted to give, the spirit of God said, Mm-mm, increase it. I said, okay, sir, because I've learned. When the spirit of God tells me something, there's no argument, yes, I will do it. I just increased it and all. Then after that, he said, pick up another check and write it to this man of God. Hallelujah. So I wrote the DC picture check, wrote it, gave it to this one, and gave it to that. You don't know what happened. I was now in the conference the very next day. While we were having stuff like that, then there was a lady beside me. She was a lady beside me, you know. And as the service was going on, when we ended it, the lady now came and said, Sorry, I want to talk to you. And I said, Look, what is it? He said, The Spirit of God told me that I should tell you to impart me. I said, Okay. It's my pastor's church. Don't put me in trouble. So I just checked. Is he okay? Is he okay? So I said, okay, it's fine. It's good. So we went outside. And because, you know, it's not our church. So instead of laying out, I just took a hand. We are outside. People were going and passing. I just stretched my hand. and said, okay, put your hand in my hand. And I began to talk. Pow! The power of God hit the woman. She was on the floor. Praise God. In the conference. Pow! Like that. So, in fact, I, I just uh, I was just there and she was going down. I just felt somebody was going on about her. I said, oh, hold her, hold her. You know, and they cut her. You know. Because it was on concrete. It was not on any rug. And she was on the power. You understand? And, and she got up and said, wow, that as you lay down something, as you touched my hand, that I saw a light hit me. And that's why I went on about that. I was not expecting this. What, what, what happened? I said, oh, wow, bless God. That, that happens frequently. Wow, God, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know. Hallelujah. Then she said, can I have your details? I said, no problem. By the grace of God, I'm a blessed man. Amen. I'm not poor. Glory to God. All right, so I'm not, I'm not looking for money from people, okay? But she wanted to give. She wanted to honor. I said, fine. So I sent the account. I know, and she sent something good. Praise God. In just, uh, you understand? Hallelujah. So you should listen to the Holy Spirit. <laughs> You have to listen to the Holy Spirit. I'm going to teach you how to fellowship with the Holy Spirit in this service. Then we're going to go ahead and I will introduce you to Him. Or we introduce you to Him by laying on of hands. The power of God will be manifested in the service. Now, what is that impartation supposed to do? That impartation is an ignition. It's to set you on course. Amen. Any true impartation sets you on course to do two things. Number one, it sets your soul on fire so that you are giving more to prayer. It sets your soul on fire so that you are giving more to the word. Then if there is an addiction you are battling with, all right, you just find it's, it's totally obliterated. You know, I used to battle addictions before. Alright? While growing up as a Christian, I was addicted to, to pornography. And the Lord delivered me from that. Glory to God. Delivered me from it. Amen. I'm just free. Glory to God. How that happened by the Spirit of God. So, instead of hiding with your weaknesses and hiding with your addictions, surrender them to the Spirit. Praise God, somebody. I said, praise God. Look at something. Turn about 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Hey. Glory to God. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. And as we worship, 
in your presence there is healing you know that song the holy spirit gentle touch that's what's flowing Don't you know his song? Let's sing it. Jesus. Almighty Father. Almighty. We lift our hands to For we receive the power to heal as you will do. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 3. The Spirit of God is not far away from you. He is not a stranger to you. The Bible lets us know that if you have received Jesus, your body is the house, the temple of the Holy Ghost. 1 Corinthians 3, turn in there. <coughs> there are five people that will be activated in the prophetic this morning. Hallelujah. There are five people that the Lord wants to activate in the prophetic this morning. If you are the one, say, I receive. Amen. Now look at 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and 16. Can we read one to go? It says what? I need some fire and this your Bible reading. Read it one to go. It says what? No, you're not. Uh-huh. And who dwells in you? Say now, who dwells in you? Say with me, the Holy Ghost lives in me. Again, the Holy Ghost lives in my body. He lives in you. This is not Pumba or Ela, the man No, 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 that one. When I was growing up, I remember you did that choreography. Kela, Mama, something Jumimana. There was a time I heard that song. I was the drama secretary of CFG in Luth. So I thought Diana Ross was singing about Jesus lives in him, he lives in her. So we did the choreography. He lives in me. You know the songs and stuff like that. We're in university and we're doing that stuff. Amen. You know, it was weird times. Amen. Praise God. 2004, You know that kind of stuff. Very weird. No YouTube. You understand? So, it was later. Someone now said, ah, do you know that that song was not about Jesus? I said, come on. He lives in me. He watches over everything we do. Come on now. That's God now. He said, no, it was Lion King. Have you something? Lion King, Pumba, Timon or something like that. You know, I was like, oh, terrible. Praise God. But you see, the Holy Ghost lives in you as a believer. The Spirit of God does not leave you when you sin or if you sin. He's reading you. Hallelujah. So you need to understand that this person we are talking about is closer to you than the breath that you breathe. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is closer to you than the breath you breathe. You are born of the Spirit of God himself. Hallelujah. Go back to St. John's Gospel chapter 3. You'll see something there from verse 6. Ah. I am the home of the Holy Spirit. Say this with me. I am the home of the Holy Spirit. I am Bethel. Louder. I am Bethel. I am God's house. 
the Spirit of God resides in my body. Hey, do you know what that means? It means you can, you have, you can never ever call yourself ugly anymore. Amen. Why? The home of God cannot be ugly. Amen. You can never call yourself sinner anymore. If you are born again, you are not a sinner. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. That's who you are. The Bible says, ye, in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 11, he said, And such were some of you, but ye are what? Washed. Ye are what? Sanctified. Hallelujah. You are justified in the name of God, in the name of Jesus, and by the Spirit of God. So the presence of the Spirit of God in my life, or the presence of the Spirit of God in your life, has cleansed you, has made you holy, and has sanctified you. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. So the believer is cleansed because the Spirit lives inside him. Amen. You are the focus of heaven. When God is looking for someone to walk with, he looks for the man with the Spirit. Oh, glory to God. Let, let me give you a gist. Let me, let, let, let me give you an example. How many of you were around when we didn't have um, phone, this GSM phone? How many of you were around? I know some of you were born in 2000. It's not bad. You'll be 22. 22, right? Wow, 22. You are 22. You are old. You are old. Wow. So someone was born in the year 2022. Interesting. This person did not know life without GSM and he's 22. Can vote. Interesting. Hallelujah. So, now listen. How many of you have ever received a call? A voice call without a SIM card? You have, your phone, you have a SIM card, no internet connection, and you sit for call. I mean, that's, that's some next-gen phone, man. Praise God. I would like to have one of those. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, the SIM card in the phone makes it possible for you to receive a call. Is that correct? Is that correct? So the presence of the SIM card in the phone means that that phone is connected to a network. Is this correct? Come on, is this correct? So now, you are connected to the grid and anyone can reach you. Why? You are reachable because there is a means of reaching you and there is a means of talking to you. Is that correct? Now, for the man in Christ, the Holy Ghost is that SIM card. Amen. When God wants to reach you, he reaches you by his spirit. Where? That is already where inside you. So the Holy Ghost is not coming. So all those, come down, Holy Spirit, come down. We are waiting for you. Come down. That's Old Testament. It's not coming from anywhere. It's not on an Okada. Hey, my children have called for me. Okada. No. The Holy Ghost is in you now. Say this with me. The Spirit of God is in me now. Listen, demonstrate it. Put it on your body. Say the Spirit of God is within me now. Is within me now. It's in you now. Look at this now. Look at verse 5, John 3, 5. Oraba katalami tukuribashanda. Some of you don't talk in tongues because you are thinking that, oh, oh, the Holy Ghost is going to descend now. And it, no, 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 no. Listen to me. Listen to me. All of the gifts of God are in the Spirit. What we receive, speaking in tongues, is not what we received in Christ. What we received in Christ is the Holy Spirit. 
the um, tongues and speaking in tongues is in the Holy Spirit. So our focus is not tongues. Our focus is what? The Spirit. Tongues is a means to fellowship with the Spirit. Glory to God. So that is why when I come going, I'm listening to the one who I'm fellowshipping with. Because it's a fellowship. Hallelujah. I'm paying attention because it is a fellowship. And look at this, St. John's 3.5. Jesus answered, very, very, I say unto thee. Can we read? He says what? Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot what? Verse 6, everybody read like a mass choir. Oh. He says, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto you, ye must be born again. So that means there are two kinds of men. There is a fleshy man, the one who is born of the flesh. Then there is a man who is what? Born of the spirit. So because that man is born of the spirit, he cannot relate with the spirit. Amen. The fish is born in water. Its natural habitat is water. That fish is sustained by the water. Is that correct? Every single thing the fish needs to be a fish, every single thing the fish needs to thrive, is inside the natural environment that gave birth to it. Hallelujah. You have been born of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You live in the Holy Ghost. You do things by the Spirit. Your natural habitat is Holy Spirit. Ah, did, did, did you? Let me come down. Sometimes, I think maybe sometimes, so Pastor Tolani, you have, uh, uh, you know, forgive me, let me come down. Listen to me. Your natural habitat is the Holy Ghost. Do you want to live a holy life? It is by the Spirit. You cannot do it in your flesh. All day, I will try. I will try. I won't go to Fala's house. I, uh, I, won't, I will not go to Dio's house. Oh no, that's my fornicating partner. I'm not going to, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. And you still fall seven times. Then you now beg God for forgiveness. And you will cry. You soak your pillow, then you do it two days again. Two days later, listen to me. Try the Holy Ghost. The Bible says, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not, what? Fulfill the loss of life. So that means your victory is where? In the Spirit. I have struggled before. Ah, I have struggled. Ah, I have struggled. We would not think that the teaching of, the, of grace means, oh, don't worry, just keep sinning. God is going to God's forgive you. That's what they think the teaching of grace is. Yes, there's forgiveness in Christ, but it doesn't stop there. You see, the forgiveness of sins, hallelujah, has something it does. Forgiveness of sin, all right, it's not just God pardoning you. Mm-mm. The forgiveness of sins is a forgiveness that is in the blood, you know, in whom you have redemption, all right, through what? His blood, the what? The forgiveness of sins. So that means a cleansing is by the blood. 
For many people don't understand that the blood of Jesus is not the red, red blood cells of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is not the red blood cells. Because in Leviticus 17 verse 21, the Bible says the life of a man is where? In the blood. So that means the forgiveness of sins. When he says in whom we have redemption through his blood, it is in whom we have redemption through his what? His life. His life. What is his life? Look at John 6, 63. Jesus said, except you drink my blood and you eat my flesh, you have no life in you. And they thought Jesus Christ was talking about, you know, his physical flesh and, and his, his blood. Jesus said, no, I'm not talking about it. He said, what is wrong with you? Praise God. He says, it is the spirit that was quickened. The flesh profited nothing. He says, the words that I speak unto you, they are what? Spirit. And they are what? Their life. So forgiveness of sins is by the spirit. By the indwelling of the Spirit, you are forgiven. So how do you know a man who is forgiven of his sins? Does he have the Holy Ghost? It is forgiving men that have the Spirit of God. The proof of forgiveness is that God has given you his Spirit. Someone shout hallelujah. God has given you his Spirit. Praise God. He has given you his Spirit. Now, you need to have a relationship with the Spirit of God. Now, let me explain. I just have a few more minutes. I'm going to try my best because I want to impart several of you. Amen. I said, Amen. And after the impartation, this is what I want you to do. You will look for sick people. Just test it now. Amen. Ah, Amen. Amen. What did I say you should do? Test you. Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> you will prophesy. So you want something to change. Something has been long-standing. Or maybe daddy has been complaining that there's something they have been expecting. Ah, I need this contract. I need this contract. Hallelujah. After my hands touch your head, start prophesy. You will prophesy about that thing. And see, it will change. Did you hear what I said? It will change. Look, look. There is Femi Olale. Then there is Pastor Femi Olale. Are you following what I'm saying? Then there is Prophet Femi Olale. When I'm operating in my prophetic element, if I tell you what will happen, I confidence on my flesh. I'm, I'm confident in Jesus in whom I have fellowship with. My words don't fall to the ground. Because as I speak it, angels are hustling to make sure they do what they need to do to get it done. Because I did not send myself. <laughs> hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. I did not send myself. Whether I say it's open. John 6, 6, 6, he said, well, but it's the spirit that quickened. The flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirits and they are what? They are life. So that means a relationship with the spirit is key. Now, you cannot know the spirit of God without the word of God. And you cannot know the word of God without the spirit of God. Because the spirit and the word, they are one. Glory to God. The spirit and the word, they are one. So, you cannot and should not pursue encounter with the Spirit without first having a reference point in the Word. That is how people get into trouble. Glory to God. Alright, you should not pursue that. So, now listen. How do you know and how do you fellowship with the Spirit? Number one, you fellowship with the Spirit of God through the Word of God. That's number one. The Word. The Word. How many of you have noticed this thing when you are reading your Bible? You begin to feel as though something is cleansing you. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. 
Come on, you know what I'm talking about. I shall be with you. So there's something there's some, you understand. So the Bible is not James Adita, it's not a novel. It is a spiritual compendium of the acts and the activities of God. The Bible. Amen. The Bible is a document that reveals what God has done, what God did, and what He's doing. Hallelujah. So when you are reading the word, what you are doing is you are reading the historical document. You are reading the map to discovering, praise God. All right. You are reading the map to discovering who the Spirit is, who God is. Are you paying attention now? Are you paying attention now? So you will be able to easily identify. Amen. Glory to God. Okay, man, God, there's something on you. Okay, so this is what happens. When I see this, I just touch to be a manifestation. You ready? One, two, three, go. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. So, I was saying, where the word is, amen, through the word, you are going to be able, it's on this one too, thank in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. One, two, three, thank in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, you are going to be able to identify the spirit of God, hallelujah, by an understanding of the word. So, the Bible is like a map. When you study the Word, you can say, okay, you want to know how the Spirit is? Check the Word. So, when someone comes and says, the Spirit of God said this, you say, hold on. You check. Does it agree with the Word? If it agrees with the Word, you know the Spirit said it. Are you with me? Because the Bible says in Revelation, it said the testimony of Jesus is the what? The Spirit of prophecy. So, whenever someone comes and gives a word of prophecy, it aligns with the testimony of Jesus. Amen. Are you, are you following what I'm saying? So, you cannot know the Spirit without the Word. And you cannot know the Word without the Spirit. When you read the Bible without the aid of the Spirit of God, what you are going to be doing is, you are going to be reading as though you are reading a physics textbook. So you will know all those scriptures, you know. How many of you have asked people that they are arguing, you know, the Bible, arguing the Bible, and they are talking a lot of rubbish, praise God. You understand? Because they don't know the Spirit. Amen. Second Timothy 3.16 said, all scripture is given by the what? The inspiration of God. So that means if all scripture is given by the inspiration of God, it means it takes this to, uh, an encounter with the Spirit that gave the inspiration for you to know what the scripture is about. Since the inspiration is by the Spirit. Are you with me? Are you with me? Very easy to Praise God. I said praise God. Praise God. Now, how do you know? How do you get to know him? The first is by the word. The second way to have an encounter and know the spirit is by prayer. 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 But because of time, let me just zoom in to, uh, let me tell you what I'm seeing. I'm seeing, <laughs> so I'm seeing these lights in the hall, like that, in the hall, amen, praise God. So I'm trying to see how I'm going to organize within the time that I have. 
<laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, what was I saying? I was saying, you get to know the Spirit by what? By prayer. Because prayer is communion. And I told you, I gave you a definition of prayer last time we were here. I said that prayer is a legal activity. Remember that? Now, but prayer is also communion. So, in prayer, what is happening? Are you with me, everybody? What is happening in prayer is that there is a, an exchange. There is a joining together. There is communion. So, in prayer, God takes the flesh and takes out the influence of the flesh from you. Then begins to imbue into your being the influence of divinity. Such that no prayer session leaves you the same. Oh, come on now. We have a picture of what happens when you pray, when we find that Jesus went to the Mount of Transfiguration. I don't know if you remember that. The Bible says that, and he goes there, all right, that as he prayed, as he what? Church, talk to me. As he what? As he what? As he prayed, he was transfigured. So, prayer is a transfiguring activity. Prayer is a what? Transfiguration activity. It is beyond asking God for things. It's beyond asking God for things. Hallelujah. It's beyond asking God for things. When you come in prayer, there is an encounter that happens. Now, one problem many people have is that they are, their minds are loaded with a lot of nonsense. It's of garbage in it. So you find that even though they are praying, they are not able to hear. Because when God wants to talk to you, he will talk to you through your spirit. But you are going to receive impressions about what God is saying to your spirit through your mind. I remember what I'm saying. I remember sometimes you find yourself speaking in tongues, you're speaking in tongues, speaking in tongues. Then you now begin to have impressions in your mind, like pictures begin to, you know, in your mind. Or you now begin to, uh, your mind goes to certain people. Alright, certain people come into your mind. Yeah, that's what's going on. Is the spirit of God is talking to your spirit and impressing on your mind. This is what I'm trying to get across to you. But most of us, our mental hard drive is full. Praise the Lord. So there's no space. You have loaded it with Netflix, Pasuma Wonder, um, Saido Shuka. You understand? You know, you finish from this service now. Listen, you see, after a service like this, this is what normally will happen. Pay attention. You can have a wonderful and powerful encounter with God. Okay? Then, you now leave the service and get home. Now, instead of you to try to grow that fire that you've received, the devil knows you've received something. So what he's going to try to do is he's going to try to get you back into your normal routine of carnality. Praise God. So that's why most times after maybe if, you are, if any of you, if you really had an impartation, all right, where your, the power of God went through your body, you feel so weak in your flesh. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. You feel so weak in your flesh and your body, then you now find yourself when you get home, you say, oh, I'm so tired. Read your Bible. You feel too tired to read your Bible. Pray. Too tired to pray. I just want to just watch something. Then you put in a series that is like uh, four seasons. Then you watch it day one, day two, day three, day four, day five. 
then when you now say, ah, did, did I have an encounter? I can't remember. Was it last week or one month ago? It will just wane from you. Because Satan knows that if there is consistency and continuity from that encounter that you have, oh my God, a mighty woman, a mighty man of God is going to rise from it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Lift up your hands and say, Lord, I want to know you more. Sing it to me. Oh, see you more clearly. Love you more. Follow you more. With your heart open, say to see you. Love you more. And have the instrumental edge. To see you, to see you. Follow you. Stand up, everyone. Can I have the choir sing some songs quickly? Everybody talking on that all. For listening, we are sure that you have been blessed. For more messages, kindly search for our Telegram channel using the link t.me forward slash God has blessed you.